Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Edition of the Pajama Party. I'm one of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. What's going on? Ooh, Friday, hey. Friday. What's going on? Everybody doing okay? Gang of plane, gang of plane. Ain't nothing going on but the rip. The weather. <laughs> That's what's yeah. going on is yeah. the weather. Yeah, that was right about that too. Kind of crazy. It's really nothing you can really hang your hat on. To be honest nope. with you, you know. You don't know what. Yeah, it'll probably be snowing again by next week, so don't get oh, too wow. happy. <laughs> yeah, this is not even a. It's not even a warm thing. It's a. You know what I mean? It's. Yeah. You know. Weird. Yeah. It's, I don't even know what to call it, you know. Yeah, hard to describe. I kind of like weird, so. What can I say? Kind of remind me of old Sam back in the day. Uh, (laughs) Right to young. Some of the sayings they used to say were confusing stuff back in the day, but I won't go there. Oh, okay. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, me, yeah. Okay. Um. Wow. So much going on in the news today. Um, just want to, uh, as far as a topic that we can discuss tonight, uh, off off the top, uh, running around the table. Um, what you got? Mm, mm, what's hot right now? Gosh, what's not hot? Yeah, what's not hot? Well, the NFL <laughs> is NFL is pretty hot with that crap. Um, I guess let's just just to throw a little topic out there, for example, just to play it for a minute. Where, where do you think the NFL is going to be from this year going forward with all the uh, scandalous things? That we, we're going to talk about a few NFL incidents tonight, but just off the top, uh, are we going to? Is it going to get to any any kind of bottom solutions? You think, or is it going to be business as usual? Are we going to continue to turn a blind eye to things that people are trying to tell us, cheerleaders and? People like that, owners that are revealing themselves about certain things, but uh, the NFL having the power that it does. Do you think that going forward, are people just not going to pay it no mind, or are people going to really start holding the NFL accountable? Mm, I, I, I'll jump in and say I think people are going to disregard a lot. I think people do a lot of posturing. People act mm. like they're so offended and so appalled by some of the things that go on when it comes to the light, but they don't stop watching. They don't stop buying tickets. They don't stop wearing jerseys and, you know, supporting it. 
buy, uh, betting on those gambling book things and all that stuff. So I think there's so much money to be made that that would almost be like shutting down the World Bank if the NFL mm. were to fold, you know, based on all of the shenanigans. So right. I think people are just going to talk about, oh, this is horrible, this is appalling, and they shouldn't be able to do that. But I don't think anything is going to really become of it. That's mm. my opinion. Wow. That's a good one. Um <laughs> Well, I guess I'm on the fence. <laughs> uh, um, good question. I don't know. Like Red Wine said, I mean, you know, what? everybody talks about how bad things are going, but are you changing anything, one? And then, two, are you not looking at it? You're going to continue to watch the games and listen. Are you going to boycott? I mean, look what happened with uh, Kaepernick. They they finally get it now. They didn't get it back then, but they finally get it. So, um, yeah. And he's going on with his life. I mean, he, you know, he he he's more of an activist out there, so he's he's making some changes himself. Uh, he's helped making change, should I say? So, um, he's gonna be part of the problem or part of the solution. So, that's that's the key thing. That's that's my opinion. Okay. So, what you say about it, Pop? Well, you know, I just think that uh, the NFL just got years and years of uh, hoot, hoot, rah, rah, kind of, you know, now that the gambling has jumped up in it. You know, it seems like the NFL is a, is a big-ass excuse for everybody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a, a big-ass excuse for people to get out the house, cheat on their mates. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm going with the guys. You know what I mean? Oh. And And... The people that's caught up in that particular situation, they want to keep that outgoing. They want to act like football is such the, you know, especially if their wife ain't into it and it gets them to get a chance to get out the door for three, four hours to do whatever, whether they're being unfaithful or just don't want to be bothered at the time or they're Sunday out. I mean, it's just it's a big excuse for a lot of things. But I just think the NFL has put their, their – they didn't have their hands in the cookie jar with a lot of wrong stuff lately. And I really think they need to stop for a minute and smell the roses. And as we'll talk about later, stop acting like Donald Trump and hiring all these expensive-ass lawyers and make an opposition so interesting that people fall back. But uh, we'll see what happens, you know, because uh, what we have so far at the end of this season with the brother coming forward about the Miami Dolphins, you know, that was some strong stuff. And we commend him because, as we know, people that usually stand up for something usually don't even live to see the results of it or the results of it don't impact them at all. Yeah. Because by the time people see the light on what you were fighting for, you too damn old realize it. So, so we'll see, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we're not taking any calls tonight. So we appreciate you hanging out with us and listening. But we just want to let you know, and we will remind you throughout the show, no calls tonight because we're going to give you what we got and get on out the way. So, Cattle, if you're ready for the rundown, can you uh, let everybody know what we got on the docket for tonight? 
Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, <clears throat> sit back, relax. Um, our new segment um, called In Focus. Uh, our first one is IOC makes heartbreaking decision at Olympics. Also, Washington Commanders losing sponsors. And NFL hires ex-attorney general Loretta Lynch. Wow. Cocktail of the week. Um, what's popping with Papa Didi? Of course, we have to lighten it up with our weird news. Perfume for the French fry lover in your life. Okay. Two inmates at uh, German prison fine after mashed potato brawl. And Twitter gets cheeky over Super Bowl contest. Um, also, on, I'm just saying with red wine, what's up with the Royals? Living with the City with Papa Didi. My Hollywood wrap-up, I got quite a bit tonight. The Kiss It List and the last word. So sit back, relax, and we'll be back with In Focus. It's Friday night, and you're listening to The Pajama Party Show Live. Tune in every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, and 6 p.m. Pacific. We push it to the limit every week like only we can. We've got hot topics, hit it and quit it headlines, TV and movie reviews, commentary, and the world's famous Kiss It List. And you don't want to be on the Kiss It List. So visit apajamaparty.com. Check out the cocktail of the week. Get your glass and get your laugh on with the Pajama Party crew doing what we do right here with you. Get up on this and push it. Push it real good. All right, welcome back to John Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right. And again, we're not taking any calls tonight, so we're going to go right into uh, our first in-focus story. And I want to talk a little bit about this situation with the Olympics and the ice skating, figure skating to be more specific. Now, this is one of my favorite winter sports of the Olympics. And, you know, of course, there's been a lot of controversy if you've been paying attention to it. There's a situation around this Russian skater named Camilla, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right, Vileva, who's continuing to raise concern at the Olympics, which is in Beijing and China. Now, this woman, if you've seen her skate, she's not a woman. Let me take that back. This this young lady is 15 years old. She is a figure skating phenomenon. The girl is awesome. But the problem is this. First of all, two problems. She skates under the, what are they called, the ROC, the Russian Olympic Committee. That's what they call themselves. Now, they call themselves that, ROC, because the Russians got busted for cheating by a state state operated or state what do they call it state uh, the state was behind it and pushing the doping of their athletes from the previous Olympics so they got caught and busted some of them were not able to compete some of them were able to compete you know the next time around but what happened was they were completely banned 
But Russia, now we're talking about Russia, Putin, you know, they got a lot of muscle. They uh, appealed the decision, pushed hard, and said, we're not going to just sit still and take this ban sitting down. So they pushed, and they got the IOC, which is the International Olympic Committee, they got them to relax the ban and allow some of the Russian athletes to still be part of the uh, the current Olympics. But they said, okay, you, we're not going to let you compete under the flag of Mother Russia, and like that's some big penalty for them. So they said, okay, cool. We'll come up with a whole new flag and a whole new name, and now we'll call ourselves the Russian Olympic Committee. So now they got this little nondescript flag that they call the ROC, and they're still doing some of the same crap. So going back to this 15-year-old, Camila Vileva, she got busted uh, by having uh, some kind of, well, she tested positive for a drug called trimetazidine, trimetazidine, which is supposed to be some type of a heart condition medication. And they're saying that what this does is it boosts your um, Mm -hmm. blood supply and all of that, which is going to enhance your ability to perform. So bottom line is it's a drug, I mean, it's a performance-enhancing medication. Same thing the Viagra and Cialis does. Exactly. It It pushes blood to various parts of the body, which makes you more alert and capable and all of that. Right. So now this young lady has tested positive for this. Now, she claims she doesn't know how. This medication got in her system. She says this stuff belongs to her grandfather and that it must have been some type of an accident that this ended up in her bloodstream. She says, I don't know. I mean, maybe I I drank something behind him or drank after him. And I'm like, time out. When I looked up this medication, I don't find it in a liquid form. I'm not saying it can't be. But this young lady, again, is 15 years old. We're not talking about a two-year-old that would just go grab a cup and throw it up to their mouth. 15 years old. How you pick up something and consume it and then act like, I don't know what this was or how it got in my system. But now she's out here winning gold medals. She's, she won, helped her team do well in the in the team competition, took the ROC to the gold medal position. She's doing well in the individual competition. Um, I think they finish sometime this week. That will be done, I believe. But bottom line is she's looking at racking up gold medals, skating circles around everybody else. This is completely unfair. And the International Olympic Committee is basically saying, well, she's in a protected situation because she's a minor. Again, I'm like, hold up. If she's a minor, why is she here? Because she is competing with people that are 20-something, 30-something. I don't know if there's any figure skaters beyond their 30s, but if you got to compete with the big boys, you should be held to the same level of scrutiny that the big boys and the big girls get held to. Yeah. 
so to say, well, she's a minor, so therefore she's not really, you know, she's in some kind of protected status, is total bullcrap. The International Olympic Committee should be ashamed of themselves for doing that. People have worked their butts off to qualify to be on these Olympic teams. They sacrifice their life in some ways because they don't go out, they don't party, they don't do any of that because they're always in training, training. All they think and breathe is training because I'm trying to make the Olympic team. And then you get there and you got to deal with some bull crap like this. She's got an enhancing drug in her system and she's getting gold medals and doing everything and beating everybody out. And they say, oh, she's a minor, so she's protected. Y'all just have to let get ask, over. Let me ask you a question. Is there an age limit for skaters that they can start at? And is there a cap? I, think, I, I don't think there's a cap. I think there is a minimum, and I'm not sure what the minimum age is because I know in gymnastics mm-hmm. some of those people that compete are like 13, 12, you know, all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah, at least a skater may be 16, 16 or 18 at least. I mean, um, that, like you said, I, she's just in, in a whole different ball game. She's a teenager, and she's dealing with, you know, adults. So why is she in the same category? You know, how some um, sports, they have categories for people as far as age brackets. But, but there's um, other teenagers too. Different. But she's not the only teen skater. There's other teen skaters. Mm -hmm. But she's being given Mm -hmm. this preference after being busted with this stuff in her system because they're claiming she's a minor. Now, Um, mm -hmm. go ahead. No, I I was going to say that the runner, the the African-American runner, what's her name, Shakira? The one that they caught, um, you know, she she said she... um, with smoking marijuana, she, I think she um, um, reached out to the um, Olympic Committee as well, and she was asking, what is the difference? And they were saying that this is not the same thing, and um, because she's young, she may have, um, um, what, some damage or something done if, if we don't, I guess, put her through, and, you know, in so many words. I'm like, are you serious, Really? Yeah, like that's, that's she's, she's more a, bull. That's bull crap. Yeah, she's in total different yeah. league. But, uh, but go ahead, I'm sorry. And, but on that note, what to me is even more offensive is that she was kicked out of the of the Summer Olympics from track and field because mm-hmm. she tested positive for marijuana. Now, marijuana is definitely not a performance-enhancing drug. By mm-hmm. any stretch of the imagination. You don't go to sleep or get so, the munchies. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So if you want to get put out from the Olympics for marijuana, which does the opposite of enhancing mm. performance, how do yeah. you allow this 15-year-old to stay in when she's caught with enhancing performance medication in her system? Right. Is it because, yeah. and like, like Shikari said, is it because I'm black? And this girl is of white course. and Russian. Of course. Of course. You know, come because on now. You, you just mentioned early on that the Russians, they have this strong pull, 
And, you know, they paying folks underneath the table. Am I right, Papa? Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's something something yeah. is definitely foul. In but they, but they so play now, in always the midst, has. Yeah. And now in the midst of all this controversy, they're saying that the, uh, the committee is saying, well, we're going to hold off on the medal ceremony until we sort all this out. And I'm like, okay, so what is that going to mean? So that just means mm-hmm. instead of doing it during the Olympics, what, you're going to delay it? Because the people who got those positions, first, second, and third, whether you do it now or do it later, the positioning is what it is. If you allow this young lady to still get that gold medal, whether you do it now or later, what's the difference? Mm-hmm. She should have been disqualified. Well, she did get the gold in that. Well, she actually won the the position. I mean, she is in first place, which is what mm-hmm. wins the gold medal. But they're okay. saying that they're holding off on the ceremony of awarding the medals because they were, you know, sorting out stuff or whatever. I think they're just trying to buy time, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know what they're trying to do because they already made the decision to let her go ahead and skate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, and the way yeah. I see it is, like, I understand that this is very emotional and all of that, but this young lady is only 15. If she were to get booted this time as well as she skates, if she stays on mm. top of her game in four more mm-hmm. years, she can give it another mm. go. She'll only be 19. Right. So... I don't see the big problem. It's not like she's late 20s and this is her last shot at it or something. So, anyway. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's what's going on with that. So, bottom line is I'm putting the uh, International Olympic Committee on the kiss it list in first position. Okay. Sounds good. That's a good one. Yeah. And you are the bam of the week, 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 week. Yeah, that that was uh-huh. that's just some bull right there, and they're making yeah. all the skaters feel bad, and the other uh, other athletes have been weighing in on this too, not just the that's the good. runner Shakara, but swimmers, mm-hmm. you know, felt some of these other folks have been saying, hey, this is foul, this is not right. right. You know? But you know, Michael Phelps, he was caught, you know, smoking marijuana, and um, back then, that time, they were saying that they need to take marijuana off the books because a lot of faith is legal, and, um, you know, a lot of people smoke, you know, to help relax them. So why That's is that on the, on the docket as far as uh, a, a quote-unquote enhancement drug, which everybody knows that it's not? I mean, damn, right? You don't take so it they have it on their They have it on there as a banned substance. I know. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense. No, it, it, just it doesn't. doesn't make sense, so. But anyway, okay, we'll continue to, to monitor this tour. It's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. What else we got going on? I got the next one in focus. Um, talking about your boy, uh, Papa. Boycott Dan. A woman has started a website to pressure corporate sponsors to cut ties with the Washington Commanders. A local Maryland woman, which she is unidentified, is taking a stand against the Washington Commander. She is pushing for businesses to cut ties with the team after new allegations of sexual assault 
surface against owner Dan Snyder. And as a result of the organization's noncompliance with Congress, you know, they're not trying to give him no papers, no nothing. Um, mm-hmm. She is the founder of BoycottDan.com. <laughs> she um, was talk- talking to Fox News. Um, she said she don't want to reveal her identity because of retaliation. She's a longtime fan of the team who believes it is time to hold the team accountable. I agree. For their toxic work culture and apply pressure to their corporate sponsors. She goes on to say, quote, I am a sexual assault survivor and I am a survivor of workplace sexual harassment. So hearing uh, their stories, it really took me back. Um, she said, my end goal is to make sure these corporate sponsors apply the same pressure that they did, like they did with the um, name change uh, to say uh, Mr. Snyder is just unfit to be the owner of this team, which a lot of people think, you know, that he should go ahead and sell the team. Um, I mean, you got top-notch sponsors. It's about um, uh, 21 top-notch sponsors um, that are listed on this particular boycott, um, Dan.com. Um, she goes on to say, so far more than 8,000 emails have been sent to businesses, including Bank of America, FedEx, Webhub, Nike. Papa John's, United Airlines, and USAA. And two big sponsors have pulled out, Nova Health and uh, another company called um, Um Both of them cut ties. Oh. So, um, uh, what do you think about it, Papa D? Get, get your opinion. Just, just your people, <laughs> your peeps. <laughs> you know what? <clears throat> Mm-hmm. I tell you, this whole NFL thing, like I, I came in with the initial story mm-hmm. on that because it's, it's 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 really hot on my docket tonight, mm-hmm. and uh, it's got a lot it's got a lot of chapters, you know, yeah. and um, and right now the brother that uh, Brian Flores, the coach mm-hmm. that got fired from the Miami Dolphins, his mm-hmm. lawsuit, they're going to try to keep. His lawsuit just as individual as they can, so it doesn't mm. spill over to anywhere else. But he has a lawsuit out there that really can relate to all this, and mm-hmm. you know. And I'm behind everybody. I really am. I'm. I, I am personally behind the cheerleaders. I'm behind and anybody who wants to beat up on the NFL for years and years of abuse in all kind of fashions. I'm behind them 100% because I feel like it's an establishment that has been so racist in their own fat, and they're even more racist now with their hiring practices that's mm-hmm. not even real. And the, and the little young boys that are, and I don't want to get too deep in our later topics, but some of the young boys, young white boys who are coaching now in their 30s, mm-hmm. you know, and to have just one black coach, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers coach, you know, it it, it gets deep. It, it it has layers and layers. And I think Roger mm-hmm. Gazelle, Roger Gazelle is holding his breath. Right. You know. I can imagine. Yeah. He really is. He's holding his breath, hoping that that whole thing just don't implode. Right. So. But uh, you mentioned in the. But um, sponsors, sponsors is a big thing to answer your question. Sponsors is a big thing, Pedal, on that on that situation oh, sure. because. Mm-hmm. They they pay the bills. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
So he's going to start reaching in his pocket. <laughs> but um, you, you brought up something about the only black um, coach. Now I'm starting to wonder. I'm, I'm, I don't know him. I don't know his character or anything like that. But I'm starting to wonder, is he just drinking their Kool-Aid and going along with the program? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's, well, um, he's, been, he's just being quiet. Mm-hmm. He's been a coach at Pittsburgh for what, at least about 14 years? Yeah, for a long time. So he's mm-hmm. not new to the game. Yeah. But right. some of these folks who've been in the carousel of coaching lately, you know, it's like that revolving door. They're in and out and in and out. But they mm-hmm. made sure all the rest of the black coaches were out. They didn't mess with him because mm-hmm. he has a winning record. And I think I think they know better than to mess with that coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he seems like he don't take no mess. But no. Uh, but maybe some of the young black coaches got in there, and you know they had to whisper some stuff because they were talking about, um, especially this one that's um, taking the NFL to court or whatever. He's saying that they wanted him to lose. It could have been a lot of those young black um, coaches that they wanted them to lose, and they went ahead with the program. Just to be a black coach, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know that that's the sad thing, but it's it's, it's going to come out. Hopefully, it will. And the NFL um, don't shut people down and try to pay people off. Um, like you said, Papa, it, this is this is serious. This is toxic, and it's been happening for a long time. Because I do vaguely remember something about the Cowboys, but they really keep it hush hush. They were talking about the Cowboys and um, the cheerleaders, how they were being treated and everything. And um, It must have been back in the 70s or 80s or something. But a, a little story came out, but, hey, they they put that underneath the rug. So. Yeah, there was something a while back, but then that's come back again. They got some new mess uh-huh. with the cheerleaders. I think, Pop, you want to talk about that one, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. But you're right. It's a toxic uh-huh. environment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, look at the um the commentators for a long time. Remember, females couldn't commentate the sports, and they couldn't go in the locker room, and hey, had to keep fighting, had to keep fighting until you know things change. So now things are coming out. We have to just keep fighting and keep fighting until there is change. Um, you know, but I think Robbie Cadell, he need to step his ass down. That's why he's on the kiss list every week, but. I think eventually he probably will. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll see. We'll I'll see. make sure I put it back on the list this week. Yeah, please do. Mm-hmm. But, um, yep. So we we got to follow the story, see what other sponsors are going to drop up out of here because some big sponsors. Oh, yeah. NFL yeah. is dropping bricks left and right, you know. I think, uh, as the saying goes, when your skeletons come home to roost, oh, no, it's the chickens. The chickens come home to roost. The mm. skeletons come out the closet. Well, all of that's going on with the NFL. The chickens and the skeletons, they all come now. <laughs> <laughs> Everything coming up, wow. It's not even Halloween yet. <laughs> that's right. They all coming uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. Wait. <laughs> Yeah, all right. it's all, all mm-hmm. Well, as long as we're talking NFL, Papa Didi, you might as well bring it on home. 
Let's get the rest of the dirt. Yeah, get the rest of the dirt. Well, I tell you what, man, I should have brought some brown liquor before I talked about this one. Uh uh. I tell you what, you know, congratulations to the Rams. You know, they just won the Super Bowl. You know, it wasn't the best Super Bowl. Could win either way. All the hype around the Rams, they weren't the best team in the league. I think the best team in the league just happened to lose. I'm just lighting up for a minute before I get in hard. Best team in the league, in my opinion, the most aggressive team in the league was the Buffalo Bills. Hmm. Okay? That game between the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs, one of the best games I've ever seen in my life. And the Chiefs happened to win that, but then they let Cincinnati whoop their ass a week later. That I don't understand. Now, either either the Kansas City Chiefs party too damn much, wasn't taking it serious, or I just think that uh, Mahomes needs a little more discipline. I think he's young, like an adolescent child, and he's wild, like the Temptations, runaway child, running wild. Okay. You better go back home where you belong. Okay. You're a half-breed guy, able to go in all kind of doors, all kind of doors open up for you. they paying the man, what, $100 million, $500 million over 10 years. Mm. So he got money coming out of his ass. Just had a little baby but ain't married. I don't get that. You've been with this woman for 100 years, and I'm not, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm not. I'm not the matrimonial you know, king. Um, but you've been with this woman for a long time, all through college and everything. Now you guys just had a baby. You've been together. She's been through you, with you through everything, Super Bowls and everything. And you're like, oh, there's a girlfriend, there's a girlfriend, there's a girl. Oh, she's pregnant. Bing, bang, boom. Now baby going on a year, year and a half. You know, but you still ain't got married. Now, I don't, that I don't understand. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not the matrimonial king. But Damn. You know, you got all this shit going on and everything. But that just, it's in line. I'm not judging what he should do with his life. But that's just in line with his own immaturity with everything else. I just think Mahomes has been given too much freedom to do what he wants to do. And he's taking it on different levels. Okay. But we're going to get off of him and get into the thing. But I wanted to lighten up for a minute before I got into it. Now, uh, I got a story in front of me here saying that. Ex-Attorney General Loretta Lynch, strong black woman, strong lawyer, respected lawyer. Now, my question to you, Loretta, can I call you Loretta? Okay, or should I call you Miss Lynch or Mrs. Lynch? Um, I'll call you Loretta. Now, my question to you, Loretta, with, with Brian Flores, who was one of the most stand-up coaches in the world, was coaching the Miami Dolphins and came out and said that this Bama owner named Ross, who looks like a clan leader himself, okay? He looks like an Aryan Knight Joker. You know, no disrespect to him, but he looks like he's got some secrets and skeletons that's falling out of his ass as he walks. Mm. And um, Brian Flores, his coach... Turned that team around. They was a lo- they was a losing team. He came along and almost got them to the playoffs this year. Then all of a sudden he got fired out of nowhere with a winning season. 
And everybody said, damn, where'd that come from? Because this year, you know, like nine coaches got fired. And he was one of them. But he shouldn't have been one of them. But come to find out, all this stuff went on with different things. And Brian Flores now is suing the NFL, the New York Giants. I talked about it on a couple weeks ago show. Pull up our archives. You want to hear about that because I'm not going to repeat the Brian, Brian Flores situation. But it's up again, not so much directly to him, but for Loretta Lynch to be representing the NFL is black-on-black crime. Because mm. now you're going up against Brian Flores, who was a stand-up black man, straight-up brother, wasn't bothering nobody. He was the, the, the owner of the Miami Dolphins trying to pay him $100,000 a game for losing games on purpose for them to get higher draft picks in the draft. He said no. Plus, they argued about all kind of other stuff that him and the two didn't agree on. He didn't get fired because he was a losing coach. He wouldn't go along with the white program. And everybody knows that Brian Flores wasn't going along with the white program, so now he's suing the NFL, the Miami Dolphins, the New York Giants, the Denver Broncos for not, you know, even giving them an interview for a new job. And now, NFL being here in the lawsuit, they're going to hire a black woman to go against this brother. Mm. Are you fucking kidding me, Loretta? Now, Loretta was the attorney general for Barack Obama, Mm. the first black president. So how the fuck, excuse my expression, how the fuck, excuse my expression, are you going to come in? And Rebbe, oh, I guess the NFL got a big old blank paycheck for you. And I guess you ain't worked since Obama. You doing some little lightweight legal shit, reading some, you know, contracts for corporate companies and making whatever. And the NFL called you and you said, oh, shit, I can get me a nice payday. But you're going to begin some black-on-black shit. And you have not yet to see the implications of the position you've taken in this. Because when this goes to court, you can have a stand-up black man up against a stand-up black woman. And that's going to be some crazy shit in that courtroom. It's going to take us back 50 years. Mm-hmm. Wait and see. Wait and see. We're going to wow. look at a decent brother that ain't do nothing wrong. And we're going to look at a decent woman representing the NFL who right now between the, the, the Denver Broncos the, the New York Giants, the Miami Dolphins, the owner of the Dolphins, the Dallas Cowboys, they, they just paid off $2.4 million to cheerleaders for a perverted one of the general managers is taking pictures of them in a locker room and stuff. Right now the NFL got a pogo stick up their ass. And Loretta, you representing the motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Like wow. I said, stay tuned. Good gracious. Stay tuned for black-on-black yeah. black crime because you ain't seen nothing yet. And I think that in the end of this, Loretta, Whew. you are not going to come out looking pretty because the public opinion starts getting on the side of Brian Flores and watch you step into a slippery-ass slope that you know was slippery when you walked on that pavement. It's like you see black ice on the damn payment, and you just walk on it with, with your dancing shoes. Mm. 
Loretta, girl, I tell you what. Shame on you. Whew, Lord have mercy. Yeah, she's working with one of the some firm, so you know they got some white guys up in there. It don't, and then you know what? Throw her in the mix. But see, here's the deal. But That's here's the deal. crazy. Here's the deal. They just wanted well, to have a black face. Let me say this here, though. Despite who she's working for, does not matter. First of all, Loretta Lynch has a reputation that stands alone mm-hmm. within herself. She don't need do we cheat him and how to to be behind her. No, not at all. Whoever, whatever I'm law saying, firm. She's going to be sitting back there in that courtroom with those other guys that are part of that team. But everybody's going to focus on her. Because, because she's already she, established. That's what I'm because saying. Because you have been the Attorney General Nobody for Barack Obama. Nobody knows who Obama. guys are, but everybody knows her. Everybody knows you. Come on. And, and like I said, we, we as a people need to understand and realize who and what we are and what we stand for. And we need to understand when we're putting our reputation out on a stick and, and the goats is eating on it. You know, I mean, oh, we we just need to back off. Don't don't grab everything to come at you. You know right. what I mean? I mean, I have to put her on a kissing list. But I, I think you're right off about the money. I think she's been sitting back and hasn't been doing too much of nothing. And yeah. they dangle that paycheck in front of her and like, okay, hello, I can mm-hmm. do this. We can settle out of court. But I think that's what's gonna happen. They're gonna settle out of court, and it's gonna be hush hush underneath the rug. And unfortunately, I, I just hope they don't blackball the man. But I, I feel as if well, he's already he's already blackballed. He's that's that's already happened. He had a that's situation a with the, he had a situation with the coach for the New England Patriots where he sent him a text by mistake, you know, telling Brian he got the job with the Giants, and he said I have an interview mm-hmm. with the Giants yet. And then you know, what's yeah. the boy's name? Uh. The coach of the uh, New England uh, Patriots, he said, oh, shit. Belichick. Belichick, oh, shit. Ron Bryan, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And that's what made him file the suit because he got a text from Belichick. Mm-hmm. Belichick's dumb old ass sent the wrong fucking text to the Ron Bryan. If you look up now and see who the coach of the Giants is, it's another white guy named Brian. Belichick mm-hmm. sent it to the black guy by mistake with his old ass. Mm-hmm. Who needs to retire? Mm-hmm. I think Belichick is trying to outlive Kraft, uh, what I think, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, the owner of the Kraft. owner, yeah. I think he's trying to outlive that motherfucker. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's just talking that freedom of speech. That dude is older than the Crypt Keeper. Yeah, well. I think he's already about 100. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Some people sometimes, you know, we can't get jobs as a people, but in my opinion, some of these white folks have been around too goddamn long. On these jobs. Then you got the young tree, but I'll get into that later. I'll get into the young tree later. Anyway, uh, that's all I got to say about that. And uh, Wow. Are we taking breaks with this uh, yeah, session? I guess we or, just, yeah, we'll take a break, and then we'll come back with the cocktail of the week, because we sure enough could use one. Oh, oh that's right. All right. We'll, we'll take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. It's the Friday night adult talk show, The Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio, produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Visit us online at www.apajamaparty.com, click the banner and you can join us online, or call us right now at 914-803-4306. 
The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and call us now, 914-803-4306, and tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved up front just for you at the Pajama Party. And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Pass it on. Now let's get back to the Pajama Party crew and more of the Pajama Party. That better not be my robe. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. When you host Papa Didi, I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. And again, we are not taking any calls tonight. We're just going to have fun and keep it moving. Keep it moving. And now we're going to give it over to Kettle. She's got what we need. What we need, Kettle. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. Something uh, suave and something new on the docket. It's called the Jack Rose Cocktail. A tasty apple jack sour. The Jack Rose is one of the popular cocktails from the 1920s and 30s. Its name is likely derived from the Jack of the Applejack and the cocktail's light rose coloring from the grenadine. So Applejack is, is similar to apple brandy. Uh, it's often made with blends of uh, apple brandy and uh, natural green spirit. So um, this one is called the Jack Rose Cocktail. So you're going to get two and a half ounces of the Applejack uh, brandy or Applejack, three-fourth ounces of freshly squeezed lemon juice, uh, half an ounce of grenadine, also a lemon twist for garnish. So we're going to gather all these ingredients, um, fill with ice. We're going to pour the applejack, lemon juice, and grenadine. Shake very well, of course, and strain into a chilled cocktail glass and garnish with a lemon twist. Serve and enjoy. Called the Jack Rose cocktail. Oh, Jack Rose. Okay. I like that. <laughs> All right, now. With the lemon twist garnish. Okay, now. Hello. That's what's up. All right. Mm. Well, that, and that was Kettle with the cocktail of the week. Week, week, week. Thank you so much, Kettle. Uh, by You're the way, welcome. the cocktail of the week is uh, underwritten, brought to you by uh, our parent company, DC Homegrown Entertainment. Thank you so much. And uh, let's see, who's up next? Papa Didi. Going back over to you for what's popping. Man, y'all working my ass tonight. Hey, somebody got to do You think you just uh, going to sit here and be cute, huh? That's our hot mess. Anyway, it's time for Papa Didi. And what's popping? What's popping tonight, Papa Didi? Uh-oh. And I know what's popping. Let me pull my... You heard? I heard a cork pop. That's what's popping. Yeah, what you got on your mind tonight, Papa Dini? Really? Let me rattle my ice. You got to rattle the ice and stir. Can we Can we just keep it moving, sir? Anyway, <laughs> you know, um, something came to my mind that's been on my mind for a minute, for a while, ever since that case with the uh, gentleman at... Uh, uh, what was the man's name that uh, was running that ring with the girls? Uh, Epstein? Epstein, yeah. 
something came to my mind with that situation when you were talking about the uh, Olympic person about the minor situation. Mm-hmm. You know, that whole minor situation is a real slippery slope because sometimes, you know, the girls that get locked up in that situation with uh, Epstein and different girls from high schools that run away with guys and all that stuff, you know, sometimes you got to think, are all of them really innocent, you know? Did some of them run away with that person willingly, but then when the person gets caught, the first thing they do is send that person back to their parents and the other person goes to jail. But like we said about the Olympic person, do we know whether or not that person willingly went with the older person when they ran off, you know, mm-hmm. when they went to California or what have you? And this is this has always been a mystery on the minor. When I say minor, I mean mature minor. I'm not talking about the kids now. I'm talking about, the you know, the, the senior that's 17, almost 18, what have you, or the one that's really mature and ran off with the teacher, and they was, they ran off the St. Louis in California, and they caught up with him in San Francisco, and by the time they catch up, when then when they get uh, extradited back to where they started, Chicago or whatever, now the the teenager runs straight back to the parents, and the parents are glad to see their daughter. They didn't want to see their daughter go away, but did the daughter really go with the guy because she was into him? And that's something we'll never know. And that's just a reference point to go back with this. Um, Olympic girl that we talked about earlier, was she really innocent? Of course she played innocent because she wanted to continue to skate and the Olympic committee took her as innocent, but she knew what to take in order to enhance her, you know? But then she going to blame on her grandfather saying, what did, did she say her grandfather took a heart medicine or something? Or She just said it belonged to him. It belonged to him. Mm-hmm. So he left a, He left the medicine cabinet open or something? Or? He didn't say. What was it? I mean, she just said it belonged to him, and right. he had no idea how it ended up in her system. Well, see, yeah, yeah, well, you know, your system is your own mouth. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, what you consume is what you consume, whether you want to remember it or know it. You know, it's two things that are really undeniable sometimes. Um, what is it? Spinach? Three things. Spinach, beets, and uh, what's the other long thing? Asparagus? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spinach. You eat enough spinach, your doo-doo will be green. Okay? Beets. You eat enough beets, and your doo-doo will be red. And asparagus, those long joints there, you ain't got to eat a lot of those. Smell your pee-pee after you drink some asparagus. Okay? Smell your urine after you drink asparagus. And you ain't got to even try to smell it. It's there. Asparagus goes straight to the bladder, and it causes a smell right on the bladder that when you're urinating, it comes up like a fragrance. You say, damn, did I take medicine? No, you ate asparagus. It's crazy. Wow. Try it. Eat some tonight if you got nothing else to do. <laughs> anyway, but no, I just want to focus on that situation with that minor there. To compare to some other stories I've heard, even with the the gentleman again, what's his name? Uh, Epstein. Epstein. How many young people, when the word got around, he was giving out money for Messiah? How many were willing? I'm sure some of them were against their will, but how many weren't against their will? But when the parents show up 
everybody was against their will to save their own ass. But like I said, that's a slippery slope, and it's not me to judge because I ain't got a horse in that race. So I'm not even no. mess with that. But I just wanted to compare it to the situation with the Russian miner that when you call a miner, is a miner really stupid? And do we should we reduce the miner age from 18 to 16? Because they smart as hell. I know three, four-year-olds playing electronic games nowadays better than me. <laughs> I'm talking to a five-year-old. You get me on a gaming system, a five-year-old will whoop your ass. They will whoop your ass. Anyway, just want to put that out there. Okay. No, you're right about it, then. It is a slippery slope. Yeah. No, it's like minor, meaning you're under the age of 21, but that doesn't have anything 18. to do with well, under it. Well, depending on what it is, I guess. No, 18. 18 is a minor age. Okay, well, under 18. Under 18. But the point I was getting at is that that has nothing to do with your maturity. intellect. And your maturity. And maturity, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, but we won't mess with that because uh, that's a very, that's a subject for another day. Yeah. Anyway. You gonna lighten it up? Yeah, we'll lighten it up. Uh, what you got? We'll go to our weird news and oh yeah, make y'all laugh for a minute. Yeah, we got some a collection of them for you tonight. Um, and by the way, we're not taking any calls tonight. So yeah, I know you want to comment. Board and you want to jump in. I know I'm you so want to jump in, but uh, we're not taking no calls tonight. I know. We, uh, Kettle's being selfish. It's all her fault. I'm blaming it on her. <laughs> okay. All right. You're going to lighten it up? Come on, Red Wine. Yeah, we're going to lighten it up. All right, here we go. I'm going to go first. I've got one for you since we just uh, had Valentine's Day go by this week. This one is for the French fry lover in your life. Might just go head over heels for this perfume. If you're still looking for a belated Valentine's Day gift, uh, as I said, the French fry lover in your life may go head over heels for this one. It's a new perfume from the Idaho Potato Commission. Yes, you heard that right. They say that this perfume gives off the aroma of French fries and all their greasy, salty splendor. Whether you're at a drive through restaurant or dining in, it's nearly impossible not to grab, grab a French fry and take a bite before you get, you know, get home with your meal said the president of the Idaho Potato Commission. He said the smell is just too good to resist. Dubbed free free test by Idaho, the limited edition fragrance was selling for $1.89 for a 1.7-ounce bottle on the commission's website before it sold out. Then they had a giveaway that was promising more bottles of the tater spray that ends this coming Sunday. So the fragrance, with the, which the commission says captures one of the world's most irresistible scents, is made from distilled Idaho potatoes and essential oils. <laughs> I don't know if I want this. It says are the commission. Yes, they are very serious. The commission cited a recent national survey from the firm called Polefish that found nearly 90% of Americans find the smell of French fries irresistible. So the Idaho Commission uh, came up with this idea, and then they got happy with it and came out with some more potato merchandise 
that's available uh, for people who they say if you're addicted to potatoes or spuds, as they call it, they got a French fry holder. I guess for, like, you have a cup holder. They got a French fry holder. They got an uh, Idaho potato playing cards. So if you want to play spades, you can use some potato playing cards. They got a miniature potato hauling truck. And they got a three-foot-tall spuddy buddy. I'm assuming that's a stuffed animal of some sort. Or maybe it's a stuffed potato. It's got some do potato, yeah. Yeah, it must be a stuffed potato. It's called a spuddy buddy, but that joint is three feet tall. That sounds spooky. I don't know if I want to, you know, potatoes got eyes. I don't want that thing. But, yeah, they got potatoes. French fry perfume. So if you Mm -hmm. didn't get yours, you missed out. No, thank you. Mm-mm. I go up to McDonald's and smell some fries. <laughs> Just go in there and take a good deep breath, huh? That's it. Mm-mm. All right. <laughs> what you got over there, Bob? <laughs> um, I got this is crazy. I uh, want to smell it. <laughs> you're done. Uh, yeah, I'm, sorry. I'm done. Uh, this happened over in Germany. Uh, two inmates at a German prison. Find after a, uh, another mashed potato brawl. Uh-oh. This happened in Berlin. Two female inmates at a German prison have been serving a hef- have been served a hefty fine for a brawl to begin with a food fight. A German agency, German news agency, which is called DPA, reported Wednesday that the cellmates at the prison in Augsburg, uh, Germany, began throwing mashed potatoes at each other after a disagreement. Uh-oh. Then one woman threw her entire plate at the other, who responded in kind the same way. The situation then escalated into a brawl, which both inmates was injured through potatoes all in their eyes and things of that nature. Oh. So, then he went to court in in the southern town of Alberg, sentenced uh, one. They sent one defendant to pay twenty seven hundred euros, which is about thirty five thirty about three thousand. Excuse me. While the other had to pay eighteen hundred euros, which is two thousand, if they failed to pay, the women could spend another hundred eighty to hundred twenty days behind bars. Hey, throwing food. Yeah, that's very interesting. They must well, have how did they pay if they in jail? Yeah, I, that, that's okay. what I was about to say. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and why did one have to pay thirty? Why did one pay three thousand? One pay eighteen hundred. One must have been the instigator. <laughs> so. Well, she made a bigger mess than the other one. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's all about potatoes tonight, huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah, this yeah. is potatoes. Potatoes. All right. Take and it's one of those study buddies. All right. Um. Okay. Well, I hope you guys are not eating nothing. This one here is Twitter gets cheeky over Super Bowl contest offering cash for poop pits. What? That's, a, that's a mouthful. Uh, Tushy, a bidet company, is offering $10,000 to the best post-Super Bowl poop photo sent on what it calls Super Bowl Monday. A bidet company announced that it is holding God. an unusual Super Bowl. I'm sorry, Super Bowl. <laughs> you said that about Super Bowl contest, and the news made a big splash with Twitter users. Um, Tushy tweeted that it's 
Super Bowl contest um, will award $10,000 to the best post-Super Bowl poop sent on what is dubbing Super Bowl Monday. Twitter users had lots of thoughts about the crap speaking contest. And the company's social media team did have a response for the woman who asked a very simple question, why? And they answered exactly. because everybody everybody poops, and it's time for someone to make a bunch of money off of that. Okay. Oh, my gosh. That just don't even make they, they don't have and nothing else to do with the money. Send me the money. Shit. I don't need to send me the money. You'll have a ton money. of participants, and that that is that is just beyond weird. Yeah, that's that's just nasty. Are they trying oh. to? Is this advertising for their bidets? I mean, maybe yeah, they you know, really the are. Sales. Yeah, maybe the sales. I'm are sure they are, and you know, I've seen a few, and I tell you, because the bidets don't seem to be too popular these days. Because I've seen a few. Right. Uh, D Y D what do you call them? D D D Y. Yeah. Do it your Yeah, do it your own. A few D I Y shows where mm-hmm. people are snatching those bidets out of their house. Oh. Out of these big houses in Texas where the bidets came in the house. Mm-hmm. When they get the house when they get that bathroom redone, they snatching that joint. Mm-hmm. And it sits right mm-hmm. next to the toilet. You know, I've seen mm-hmm. my first seen them like at eighteen, nineteen years old when I was in Europe, and mm-hmm. uh, it's a very interesting device. And but the shit, I- the way the water shoots <laughs> up on that joker, shit, rip your body yeah, out. He, my opinion. He, he, he oh, can do it, that it, in the shower. Shit, it's got some force. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm trying to understand why. Why would a bidet company get involved in a poop contest? Because that's, because you know, that's not how bidets are. You don't poop in a bidet. Well, it, it, it still has a, it still has a, it still goes. Whatever you do in it, it has a sewage. So whatever you do is going to go down into the yeah, drain. Yeah, but I'm just, I mean, okay. It just has faucets that shoot you up. No, I understand but that, but I'm just saying you poop down. in a toilet, not in a bidet. It just seems like. Like they're really stretching to try to make the connection to say, okay, yeah, we're gonna do this. Yeah, but the bidet is connected to the sewer. So. Okay, I get that part. Oh. Man, ain't and, I'm sure, and I'm sure people being, I'm sure people being drunk have stuck their heads in a bidet to throw up, because you know. Oh, I'm sure drunk people have pooped in a bidet. Oh yeah, it's like I said. <laughs> I realize it's, it's that you're on the, the wrong one. It's connected to the sewer pipe, so you know. Okay. Well, well, I'm gonna give you. Well, since we're talking about, it, I'm gonna give you some history on it. Bidets are strictly European, invented in France during the 1600s. Its name is pronounced bidet, derives from the French word for pony. They are used predominantly by aristocrats who wish to clean their nether regions after a horse ride. Interesting. I never knew. Okay, Oh, so you go to Europe and you'll <laughs> see them all over. <laughs> yeah. Well, now we all know. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, well, but they come from okay. the pony. Okay. All righty. Well, thank you for all of that crap. We're going to take a break, and then we'll be back on the other side of the break with, uh, with I'm just saying, I'm going to talk about the Royals tonight, so 
Be right back on the other side of the break. You're in tune to the Late Night Adult Pajama Party right here on Blog Talk Radio. This is a production of DC Homegrown Entertainment. To share your opinion with the Pajama Party crew, call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. If you'd rather just listen in, you can still call us and listen on your phone, or you can listen online by going to our website, www.apajamaparty.com, and clicking the Listen banner in the top right corner. So join the conversation and let us know what you think about tonight's topics or whatever is on your mind. Okay, who we'll turned the lights off? Call us now, 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the Pajama Party. All right, back. Welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Oh, bonsoir, darling. Ooh, it's time. Oh, I'm sorry, Papa Didi. You go it's right in. It's time for uh, red wine. She's about to introduce herself. Yeah, I was going um, to. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for red wine and her segment called I'm Just Saying. Woo! What you got going on? You know what? Tonight, I don't really have like a, it's not so much a controversial topic, but I really wanted to just talk about what's going on with the royals. Have you been keeping up with some of those? It, it's been, like, wild. Like, first of all, you got the queen is dealing with what I would call a fresh nightmare after the police launched an investigation into yet another scandal involving one of her sons. It seems like the royal family is just having issues. Now, just one day after Prince Andrew settled with his sex abuser, that was one issue, um, after, you know, this whole humiliating court battle, the London Metropolitan Police Service opened a formal probe into Prince Charles. Now, Prince Charles is about to become King of England when, God rest her soul, uh, the Queen Queen Elizabeth II finally goes on to glory. So now here he is in the middle of a scandal. Officials are investigating allegations about people associated with one of his charities that they're saying that the money was offered to help a Saudi from one of the Saudi Arabian um, billionaires secure British honors and citizenship in exchange for donations. Well, that sounds like one of those pay-to-play situations. Quid pro quo, all of that. So, they're looking into it now, investigating it. I'm just saying, what's going on with the royals? Queen Elizabeth, get your men's. Get your men's. Your men's are going buck wild. Prince Philip is out here doing doing the wild thing with Epstein getting caught. Now Prince Charles, who married his side piece. I mean Prince Andrew. I mean Prince, wait a minute, Andrew. Andrew's with Epstein. Andrew was at Epstein. Prince Philip is the one who's being investigated now. No, Charles is the one. Wait a minute, let me get them straight. Charles is the one who's being investigated now about what's going on with this foundation and whether or not there was some quid pro quo with this Saudi person who apparently gave a large contribution in exchange for getting British citizenship 
Mm. So, um, of course, you know, they're saying that this comes after reports after a longtime aide to Charles helped secure the prince's support for the Saudi citizen to get his citizenship in exchange uh, for knighthood. So it wasn't just citizenship. This guy wanted to be knighted. You know, when they do the whole thing with the, I don't know if they still do it that way, with the sword on both shoulders and all that. But he wanted knighthood and citizenship in exchange for donations that amounted to roughly $2.8 million. So I don't know if that's the cost of getting the knighthood, but this stuff is like the royals are going wild. And what's funny to me is that after all of the grief that Harry and Meghan got over any and everything that they do and did, all of this was going on, is now going on, and I think people would be happy to just be dealing with whatever happened with the Archie, with the baby, Archie and Megan and all of that, because this stuff is looking real bad. And now this money is going to have to be replaced. So whatever happened with this money that might have or allegedly has disappeared from Charles's foundation, the people in England are saying, we're not putting the bill for it. So don't think you're going to take it out of the, the general pot. This is going to have to come out of y'all's personal stash because the people said, we're not going to put the bill for you all's personal indiscretions. You know, I guess they said enough is enough. So, and and the guy who was uh, Charles's right-hand person with all of this, I guess when he started seeing that there was going to be some heat behind it, brother man quit. He said, yeah, let me just tap out. So the guy who Charles had in charge of this particular foundation, he he said, I'm, I'm gone. So that was like, I don't know when, but that was like a little while back. So now his name is Michael Fawcett. He's being questioned. Um, let me see. Oh, he stepped down in November, last November. He's saying there's no foundation to the claims and that, Prince Charles didn't know anything about anything. So as usual, I guess this guy, Michael Fawcett, is ready to fall on his sword to keep Prince Charles clean from all of the the funk, (laughs) from all of this stuff. So anyway, going on to Andrew. Now, the papers are saying that Andrew only gets um, an allowance. I was about to say small, but that's not small. He gets an allowance from his mother, the queen, roughly about $468,000 a year, and he gets a naval pension of 37000 a year. So whatever money has to be paid for that settlement over that sex scandal, the queen is going to end up having to help pay for that. So now these are grown men getting themselves into trouble, and the queen is going to end up having to bail them out. How pathetic is that? That, that woman is how old? 90, what is she, Ninety. 96, 98, I don't know how old she is, but she is so far up in age. Why are you still having to bail your sons out of trouble at this point? (laughs) What is going on with the royals? I'm just saying. They got some mess going on with them. So the, the situation with Andrew, that got settled out of court. You know, of course, 
But what was interesting with that is the woman said that the person accusing him said she didn't want the money. She just wanted, I guess, an apology. So now whatever money is going to be paid, it's supposed to be, uh, Prince Andrew says, it's going to be a donation to this woman's charity in support of victims' rights. So we shall see. I'm like, yeah, you did all of this because you didn't want any money, but you wanted to go to your charity. So when did you start this charity, ma'am, is my question. It's so much so much mess going on. You know, she did all of that to make her point to prove or try to prove that Andrew did what she accused him of doing when she was 17 years old. Now he's ready to pony up and put the money up to shut this down, and then she says, oh, I don't want the money for myself, but I want you to put it in my charity for victims. Well, that's inadvertently going to her. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm saying, so why are you trying I mean, to act like you're so righteous? You don't want the money. You just want it to go to your charity? You didn't have the money go to some established charity that everybody already knew about. Exactly. You wanted to go to your charity? Exactly. Girl, please. Well, see, well, that's, that shows you have insight. On what people do, but some people ain't paying no rabbit ass mind. Lick. But yeah, we're gonna yeah. Lick. All right. I'm uh, just saying, it's some bull going on, and the royals are going all right, buck tell you wild. What. I tell you what, you know what? Buck wild royals. That's all I'm saying. What you got, Papa? <laughs> okay. Uh oh. Take my cap off again. Court pop. Oh shit! Fill my glass. <laughs> Ooh, what you say? I'll bring what my glass say? over to the speaker. Watch yourself. Now, mm. here's the deal. Come on, come on with. It. Let's talk about family insight. The most beautiful thing that you can have in your life is insight of the people around you. Okay? When it comes to your family, you should know who ain't shit. Mm-hmm. And when I say family, I'm not just talking about the immediate family, although I could be, but I'm just talking about the people, the, the hang-arounders. Anybody that's hanging on the wall when shit's going down. Because you got to keep an eye on all these monkeys, okay? Everybody in the family. You have a party, you get together. You almost got to look, you know, especially a fat, I won't say a party, but a get-together gathering that, that basically speaking on the family, mm-hmm. you know. And and always say that the family always begins with the grands, you know what I mean? As the family gets older, the people are related based on who is related to the grandparents, okay? Because the grandparents had people's mothers and fathers. So, therefore, the mothers and fathers have sisters and brothers who create uncles and aunts, who creates cousins, okay? But it all begins at the grandparents up top. Grandparents, great-grandparents, those are our ancestors. Great-grandparents, grandparents. But then it sprouts out to our mothers, their brothers and sisters, our uncles and aunts, which trickles down to our cousins. Now, as an insight of people, you got to watch and see who ain't shit, especially amongst the cousins. 
because in most cases, you know, your aunts and uncles are older than you, and they some of them could not be shit either. But your cousins is what is what is the real deal. And why you think, for example, look at the brothers of the of the, the royal family you just talked about, the redhead that married Megan. Where is he at? He got up out of there. Long gone, right? He said, fuck this. I'm out. This is a bunch of bullshit. And that was how many years ago? What was that, about three years ago now, two? Right. Because, see, another thing you got to look at in your family is you got to see what side of your family you fall on. Whether it be, and not fall on, but what side of the family you're spirited to. Okay? Now, you love both sides of your family. I love my mother and my father, but I am mostly geared from my mother. So even though I carry my father's last name, I have my mother's heritage in my head and my heart. And a lot of people are built like that. You got to see who you grab the most heritage and the most spirited from. You know, if your mother's last name was black and your father's last name was white, you know, just to use names, for example, mm-hmm. your father's last name being black, your last name could be black, but you could be, your, your white could be your nature. That side the family is who you roll with because you believe in their beliefs more. But you love your father. Don't take that away, you know. But you don't fuck with them deep, deep, deep down inside, you know. So what I'm saying is that when my man bailed off of the royals, he was more of a, well, I forget their last their Spencer. Right. He was more of a Spencer as opposed to Charles was, uh, I forget Charles' last name. I don't know what their last name is. Whatever the fuck their name is. Mm-hmm. But but the other, the other the bald head motherfucker, his older brother, mm-hmm. that got with the girl, they had the three kids, he's more like his mm-hmm. father, Charles. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the redhead is more like Prince Diane. Right. Okay? Mm-hmm. So he yeah. took his spirit and his nature and everything from his mother and said, oh, fuck y'all. I'm up out of here. Because that's okay. out of Because look at his father, Charles. Charles has been mm-hmm. fucking around on on on, on, Diana. Uh, on Diana with the woman who's still mm-hmm. there. What's her ugly? Yeah. What's that ugly? Camilla. Camilla, who's ugly than full motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> He's ugly than full motherfuckers. Watch out and Diane was finer than a motherfucker. But Charles, I don't know whether or not Camilla was licking his motherfucking, his, 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 we don't know. his whatever. We don't know. Okay. His skinion or his skellion or his whatever, okay? But she been hanging around. And now she didn't got up all in with the queen. The queen loves her. And I'm saying, wait a minute, queen. She was fucking around on your sister-in-law. Damn, yeah. what the fuck? Her daughter Early life. on. Mm-hmm. Early in the game, she was fucking around. But then y'all going to get pissed off at Diana because she was fucking around with the Muslim guy and, you know, run behind him with the with the paparazzi and they get killed in the fucking tunnel. Mm-hmm. Everybody, oh, Barbara's dead. I mean, you know, not Barbara. Uh, well, Diane's dead. Oh, my God. Yeah, like y'all gave a fuck. You know what I mean? She was trouble, mm-hmm. you know, to them. But... Like I said, the spirit of the family is very interesting, and that's the insight that we and families, especially bigger families, have to see. We have to see what side we fall on. 
and who we, and you ain't got to hold it to your heart, but just don't miss the boat on that shit because you are who you are. Either you're from your mother's side or your father's side. You love them both, but you know that you, you really pull to your mother's side a little more because these motherfuckers are really tell the truth about shit. You know, you want to fuck with people that live in the truth, you know. And, and lastly, I want to say, too, just to get back with Loretta Lynch, for example. Loretta Lynch should have been representing Deshaun Watson, who's the brother that's got his, his, got his Johnson in a stakehold for messing with those 22 girls at the massage parlors and all, and he ain't played football in a while, and he's very good. Oh, yeah. But she should have went with him so she could get him back in the game because he's making $46 million a year. You could have still got paid. But you're going with the NFL now who dropped the ball on Colin Kaepernick and his mother's white, for God's sake. Colin Kaepernick is not even 100% black, but he's 100% black in spirit. Mm-hmm. So NFL dropped the ball on a man who was mixed. How the fuck are they going to hold on to anything with anything else? And like I said, Loretta Lynch, you have truly hit our kisser list tonight. Because you made a badass decision to, to defending that, ooh, that organization. Are you crazy? Shit, I was wow. a girl, please. Yeah, anyway. it's going to bite her in the butt. Okay. I really do see this. All right, Papa. Leave that alone. Ooh-wee. Oh, all right. Yeah. Drop the mic and shoes, everything. Drop everything. Yeah. As law. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, oh and again, one, I, I just want to remind everybody, we're not taking calls tonight. I'm so sorry. We're not taking your calls tonight. Especially Loretta Lynch. We ain't taking her calls at all. No, <laughs> we're not taking her calls ever. If she call collect, say no. No. Not taking her call at all. I used to like her, She was nice. I used to like her. I used to be proud of her. I used to be proud of her. But now... She's going to lay down with that dog and think she ain't going to wake up with fleas. Can we revoke her black card? Uh, yeah. Can we do nah. that? Okay. We've already done yeah. it. All right, Kettle, okay. I need you to handle that. I always did think okay. she didn't sp- She needed to spend more time in the beauty salon, but that's another story. Yeah, that's uh-oh, a whole other uh-oh, issue. Uh-oh, uh-oh. All right, I ain't going to Come on, take us to Hollywood. All right, let's, let's, let's All right here we go. Here. We're going to go to Hollywood. Uh, mm-hmm. Hollywood. Pa 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 Hollywood. Oh, Let's right. go to Hollywood here. It's Kettle. Yeah. What's happening out in Hollywood? Here. Just some crazy shit, same shit, different day. Um, you guys mm. remember Columbus Short? I know uh, Red Wine and, yeah. and I. We remember Columbus Short. Absolutely. Columbus Short charged after domestic violence arrest. He went on, matter of fact, listen. Listening to him on the radio today, and he was going on a rant talking about TMZ and threatening TMZ about, mm. you know, um, uh, putting the story out there, and he claimed everything is not true. So former mm. scandal star Columbus Short has been charged with two misdemeanors following a recent arrest for alleged domestic violence. He still hasn't figured it out. <laughs> he, he's still acting a fool. Just crazy. Can't help himself. He's 39 years old, facing one count of domestic violence and one count of child endangerment because the alleged incident took place in front of a child. Wow. Ooh. 
Short, okay. was, Short was arrested for felony domestic violence, though the um, prosecutors ultimately reduced the severity of his charges. Really? Okay. Um, the choreographer was taken into custody on February 2nd after authorities responded to a call regarding a verbal altercation that had turned physical between Short and his wife. He's still acting the fool. Now, he's married since, they were married since 2016. They got two sons, and he has a daughter uh, from a previous um, marriage. She's 10 years old. So you would think he would get it together by now. You got three kids, buddy. Come on, get it together. You would think. So, yeah. So, um, but remember, he was on scandal, and I believe he went through some some abuse charges, and, and Shonda said, I don't play that. She said, you got to go. Yeah. I, I, mm, I got rid of him. Yeah. yeah. And he, they was, wrote him he was off excellent. of that show. This was the first And that was season. in the he early days excellent. of Scandal. Yeah, that was in yeah. the early days when Scandal was hot. He was excellent. He was excellent. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, guess what's coming back on the TV? This, this is one of my favorites as well. Law and Order. Sees new oh. and familiar faces fighting for justice. Uh, Justice is back in season with the much-anticipated return of Law and Order. The police procedural and legal dramas returning to NBC on February the 24th. Um, we got heavy hitters as uh, Anthony Anderson, Sam um, Waterston. Waterston. Um, remember Cameron um, Mayhem? He was one of the first ones. Um, oh, okay. Jeffrey Donovan. So they're bringing um, a lot of the old heads back. So. Mm. Check it out. All right. I, I mean, hope what, they're not going to be what? running up and down the streets in New York. Why is that? You just said they're bringing the old heads back. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to check it out. That's my that's my joint then. Um. Also, this Sunday, DJ Khaled, Little Wayne, haven't heard from his name in a while. Mary J. Blige, my girl, um, and more performing at the 2022 NBA Slam Dunk Concert. This is the 71st yeah. NBA All-Star Game. will take place in Cleveland and air live at 8 o'clock on TNT. All right, man. You know folks like oh, Usher, wow. Spike Lee, Tiffany Haddish, Anthony Anderson. Uh, in addition, Earth, Wind, and Fire will perform. Shining Star. All right, now. Really? Okay, they got yeah, they got some heavy hitters in. Okay. Oh, they about to party. Oh, for sure. Okay, that's what's up. My girl, she's doing double duty. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's what's up. Mhm. All right, that's my Hollywood wrap up for tonight. Made it short and sweet. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. I just want to add a shout out to Regina Hall hosting the oh uh, for sure. The uh, Oscar is coming up. Yes, I can Whenever that, that is. DC, DC Natives, March 27th at 8 o'clock. Uh, DC Native Regina Hall, she will make history. Her, Wanda Sykes, and Amy Schumer. I don't understand why they didn't make it all black cast, but, you know. I guess yeah, I don't know what the hell. Yeah. They still, they still will make history. Oh, well. I don't know. I don't know where. Hosting. Mm. <clears throat> I don't know where the hell Amy Schumer, I didn't gain 25 extra pounds. Oh, boy. 
Uh, 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 you need uh, a break. We're trying to show well, a mixture, get, I guess. Yeah, as we get closer, we'll we'll get more in depth into the Oscars and uh, tell you more a little about uh, Regina Hall from DC area. So, yeah. Okay. <clears> yeah, <throat> I didn't know when it was. I thought it was this month. That's not until next month. So we got time on March. It. Yeah, yeah, we got time on. It. All right, cool. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Cattle. Got the Hollywood wrap up now. We know what's going on. Okay. Um, while we're talking about entertainment, what did you all think of the Super Bowl halftime show? Let's talk about that. It was. It was I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Kettle first because I know her girl Mary J. Blige <laughs> was on there. Oh yeah, so. she was off the chain. You know, she came out all her glitter and her silver, and then at the end came with that hat shit. And she, you know, she wears those boots, you know. Oh, that's, yeah. That's her signature. Um, I think my, my, my biggest moment was when she sang No More Drama. She laid on that on that, on that that floor. I was like, go ahead, girl. <laughs> Do your thing. Yeah, when she laid out up on that, what was that, on the roof of that yeah. house or whatever that was? That's that. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed yeah, it. What did you think of the halftime show, Papa Didi? I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I thought it was mm-hmm. nice and black. It was all just what we needed. Because mm-hmm. I know next yeah. year they're gonna crunch, they're gonna country the hell out of it next week. I mean next oh, year. Oh lord. Oh yeah, yeah it's, gonna, it. it's gonna be. Oh yeah. My I did wish it was longer, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Dr. Dre, he did say huh. he, they made history. It's the first time they had hip hop. Um, you know, uh, cash. Yeah, that was overdue. Uh, halftime, yeah, yeah. But he's going to open the yeah. doors. He, he, he's going to get some other entertainers in it. Trust and believe that. And they probably going to call him back to produce it. And that's what's up. Yeah. Hey. He did his thing. All right. And y'all know mm-hmm. they don't get paid, right? Those performers oh, do yeah. not get paid for halftime show. I think yeah. a lot of people he... just assumed that they get paid, Mm-mm. but they really don't. No, Doctor Dre, he put the money up for the for the um whole set. I don't know how much it costs. It's probably between seven and ten million. So, yeah, they put it up. That's, a, that's pocket change. But you know, <laughs> what was interesting is that the the year that the weekend did the Super Bowl mm-hmm. halftime, mm-hmm. he paid yeah. for that set because it was something oh, sure. I guess more elaborate. Who did the weekend? He yeah, paid for that set million. with all those mirrors, mm-hmm. that fun house mm-hmm. mirror setup that he did. He mm-hmm. paid out of pocket for that because he wanted something very specific. And I guess between, uh, who's the sponsor? Pepsi. I guess between Pepsi and the NFL, they said, well, you know, we have a certain thing that we'll do, but that's beyond. And if you want all that, it's on you. And Weekend was like, all right, cool, I got it. So he they dropped a couple cheap. of million. Yeah. No, he, he he dropped seven. He dropped seven. One a couple. Seven. So. Okay. I knew it was more mm-hmm. than a couple. Yeah. He put up yeah. seven million to have all those mirrors and stuff out mm-hmm. on the field to do his thing the way he wanted to do it. Well, because I guess he said, I don't business. want to just be up on a stage. I want to do my thing my way. Why? Well, each performer has their own vision, and that's what Dr. Dre had. He said, "Shit, I got it." You know, they don't want no nothing flat. <laughs> I'm quite sure Beyonce put up the coins, but you didn't hear too much about that. But she got it in. And she did it. But, but uh, 
see, that makes me wonder now, did Prince pay for the stage that he had? Because I don't know if that's the stage he already had, because I've seen that stage before. You know, that shape like his symbol. So I don't know how much it would cost to ship that or how they do that. I don't know. They figure it out. Before, all I know is I had a ball. Yeah, I had a ball. That <laughs> halftime show was everything. And Snoop was doing his thing. I was so happy. Snoop was up there looking like, I'm just doing what I do. This ain't nothing but another day. He looked so calm and relaxed. Dr. Dre was up there like directing everything. And Eminem got his thing off. I said, get it, Eminem. I hadn't seen him in a minute. So that was that was really enjoyable. I, I was really, I felt proud to be black that night. You know, we don't get that opportunity much. To be all over the world. Oh. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, our people make us want to go hide. But that mm. night, I felt proud to be black. All right. Okay, what's up? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're down to the kiss it list. Papa D, mm. can you explain exactly what is the pajama party kiss it list? The kiss it list is people that have shown their butt hiney over the last couple of weeks or month or whatever you want to list them in. But people that are really not, you know, ain't in our best light. <laughs> and I want to start with Loretta Lynch. Oh, yeah. I used to like her, really. I thought she was well overdue for getting a nice hairstyle, but other than that, you know, being the first black president, uh, attorney general and everything and everything she stood for. I mean, it's almost like the other brother. Who was the other brother? Not the attorney general, but the... Uh, Clarence Thomas? No, not him. He's not I, like that I, would, I would not put the word brother in front of his name. Oh, okay. The other... The other Fair-skinned, light-skinned brother who was the, uh, he was the justice, uh, remember he was the other top cop, the uh, district attorney or something. Remember, uh, Eric Holder? Eric Holder, yeah. Oh, okay. That's oh, like yeah. Eric Holder oh, coming out and representing something crazy. Yeah. Something controversial. Mm-hmm. You know, does, does Loretta Lynch know how much the NFL have their testicles in a vice right now? Does she even see that? Anyway. Anyway, uh, let's also go for um, Roger Goodell. For all the lawyers in the world, he gonna go after her. All the all the white lawyers in the world, men usually mess with white men. What made you go for a black woman? You don't usually look at black women. Mm-mm. Please. Uh, Also, I want to add the International Olympic Committee for looking the other way when you had a clear instance of someone using an enhancing, uh, what is it, uh, performance enhancing Mm -hmm. stuff found in the system, but you're going to look the other way because you're saying, oh, well, she's a minor. She's 15, and she can't explain how did her grandfather's medication end up some, in her system? It could have been some crushed up fucking Viagra. You never know. Well, they know what the drug was. I said the name of it. I can't remember it now. Tetra something, Zion. 
But the thing is, if that's her grandfather's medication, how did it get in her system? Mm-hmm. And then they try to explain it, saying, well, it could have been that she drank behind him. I'm like, are you serious? Okay. you got to be kidding me. This is some bull crap. International oh, who Olympic- else I got? You're on the kiss it list. Uh, Columbus Short. Okay. <laughs> you just still can't get your act together, brother. Yeah, but he's you know, when I looked at him on the when I when I in the past looked at him on the internet, it seemed like that brother always wanted a pretty woman on his arms. I don't know what his his story is, but he's always hugged up with eight, nine women at a time. I it was crazy. Well, apparently that's not good for Every him. Every time I seen him he always had a you know and then I heard at one time with him that his wife was involved with Jay-Z back in the day. I don't know. And she was part of the whole, uh, remember the Becky with the good hair? Oh, really? Thing? She was one of the people that Beyonce had listed as that. This oh. is old news. Yeah, I don't That's know. That's the first thing I thought about when y'all said his name. It took me to that story back in the day with that. Anyway. Well, I'm putting Kim. Yeah, put him on there because he needs to control that Yeah. Job. Kim and Kanye. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of the Kim and Kanye bull crap. Whatever y'all got going on, figure it out. But stop putting it in the in the TV and news and radio yeah. and newspapers and magazines. Figure it well, out. Well, you know, in my Get opinion, the sad part about him is that I think he never got over that first girl because he lost her back when his mother died. I oh, think Amber was, Rose. Amber Rose. He was in another place, mm-hmm. and he lost mm-hmm. her. And I, really, I think he truly, truly, truly loved Amber Rose. And when she left, mm-hmm. he didn't know what to do. Well, that could Why? be. Now he but did. I'm just saying that this whole living your life on Twitter and on TV. Yeah, well, they don't know nothing else. Y'all need to stop it. Right. Well, at their age, that's mm-hmm. the way they're, they're raised on. So that's all they know. Yeah, but right. once you start having a family, your kids got to grow up. They don't know anything else. But I, I feel bad for their children. Yeah, well, you know. But anyway, that's like you. What? That's like you telling. That's like them telling you to take Palm and Funkadelics out of your head. Oh, that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> there you go. So, <laughs> oh, you taking Bootsy Bootsy Collins? Ain't gonna take, happen. Take Prince or Bootsy Collins out of your head. Gonna happen. There you go. I so, bleed purple. Ain't that's gonna a, happen. That's that's a comparison of people uh, into the internet and old school into the funk. And I just want. I got one more. All these lying politicians and people still kissing Trump's behind oh, and Trump. No. You're in the kiss it list. We got something special for everybody on this week's elite group of kiss it list contestants. Here's your prize. Kiss my entire All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One who's Papa DD. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. 
and red wine. Oh, swad, darling. Ooh, it's time for the last word. What's your last word, Papa D? Uh, well, I tell you, my last word, um, two things. Um, they're going to hold the um, the funeral for a good brother that I knew in Baltimore this weekend. He was a conductor from Amtrak. And I guess it's public knowledge. Um, name was uh, James Blue. Uh, God bless your spirit, your soul. Such a good brother. He was gunned down in a senseless act of uh, cowardness from a young criminal in the Baltimore area. Wow. And he was a 20-year conductor for Amtrak and uh, had his whole life in front of him and his funerals this weekend. So... uh, I'll be paying a hard, uh, large homage to him, and God bless that brother. And a good pastor friend of mine in Philadelphia passed away, a family member, as a matter of fact. He just passed away, and uh, his funeral next weekend. So um, his name was uh, Kenneth McKnight, and God bless Kenneth's spirit. And uh, I know you're watching, Kenneth, because me and you had a lot of conversations. So on behalf of Kenneth McKnight and uh, James Blue, God bless both of you brothers. Two good brothers going to school. All right. Condolences mm-hmm. to both families. Mm-hmm. Oh. For sure. Well, my last word is to the International Olympic Committee. You need to be fair. If you're going to ban a substance, it should be banned for everyone. You shouldn't make allowances based on age because if you allow minors to participate in the Olympics, they should be held to the same standard as anybody else regardless of age. Be fair. Don't penalize one and then give another person uh, an excuse and make allowances. That's not fair. So I'm just saying the IOC... You need to be fair. If you can't be fair, shut it down. That's my last word. What's your last word, Kettle? Okay. Um, my last word is keep family close. And I want to say a happy heavenly birthday to my sister, Dr. Cynthia Worsley. She was one of the best dentists in D.C., Yep, we salute you. All right, that's my last Shout out to her. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I guess that about wraps it up for us. We're going to say goodnight, and uh, we're going to get out of here, and we'll be back next Friday night, and we'll do it again. Thanks for hanging out with us. Sorry we couldn't take your calls tonight, but we got things to do. So... Bless you. Peace, blessings, light, love, all of that. Say good night, Papa Didi. Good night, everybody. Say good night, Kettle. Good night. And good night from the Pajama Party crew. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well... Good night. Gabi Ko. I regret to announce this is the end.
I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show and good night. Yeah.